Welcome to Thought Cop Season 2. Hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. If you're listening to this later on in the year, never mind. If you're listening to this outside of America, also never mind. We're taking the week off to plan some things for Season 2, and speaking of which, what do you guys think so far? Were you tired of the old format? Think the new one sucks? Have any suggestions? Let us know. Uh, Join our Discord server. We have a link to that server in our episode description. Uh, you can also hit us up on social media. We're at Real Thought Cops on Elon Musk's Twitter. We're at Thought Cops on Instagram and Hive. I think we're on Hive. I don't know. Are people using Hive? I have no idea. Uh, what you're about to hear today is a bonus episode from our Patreon feed over at patreon.com slash thoughtcops. Uh, this is from our show Fire Bros, where we review different pieces of media every single month and decide whether or not to burn or save them. Join with us on this episode is our dear friend Josh, a.k.a. Sleep Science, and Nico. We review the movies Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Simpsons Movie, and Sonic the Hedgehog 2. This episode was a lot of fun. I was really happy I could put this out from behind the paywall. But if you like this, check us out over at patreon.com slash thoughtcops for even more. Uh, without further ado, here is Fire Bros Book 28. Welcome to Fire Bros. Uh, oops, we forgot we did this show. Uh, uh. This this week, uh, month, this episode, we're brought to you by uh, Kevin, Nico, and Sleep Science, aka Josh. That's Hello. right. What's up, guys? Sorry we've been gone for so long. Um, don't really have a good excuse for that. Uh, but the life, reason, life. The re- no, it's not an excuse, but a reason is that we've been very busy. Uh, we saw most of these movies quite some time ago, and we were ready to do them and talk about them. And uh, life got in the way, and I do want to be doing these a lot more regularly now. So thank you to all who have supported us on Patreon. Apologies for the delay. Uh, we hope this episode will make up for uh, the huge gaping hole in your life that has been i think it will happening since there has been a yeah i think i started off strong with that good intro and i think it's only gonna get better from there Mm -hmm. oh absolutely and we got uh we got this is another oops all movies episode we're gonna be talking about three different movies um going a little bit more in depth on these narrowing down the focus we're talking about the simpsons movie everything everywhere all at once and sonic the hedgehog 2 
So let's start to, off. I think we have to one one of these days we have to do like an oops all albums. I think would be good cuz we do a lot of oops all movies and I think oops all albums would be that would be quick. Oh, I know? have suggestions. I could be down for that. Yeah. I don't want I, any I, suggestions I, from shut you. Shut the fuck Kevin up. <laughs> well, I was going to say I was going to say after the Dark Side Jill's episode I'm definitely open to uh talk about more albums cuz yeah. I had a lot of fun talking about Weezer on that episode. <laughs> Yeah, patreon.com slash mysterious um, so I can get more money. Yeah, but while you're over here at patreon.com slash thought cops, <laughs> uh, let us start with the Simpsons movie. So I'll read a brief synopsis here of the film. The combination of Homer, his new pet pig, and a leaky silo full of excrement triggers a disaster that threatens not just Springfield, but the entire world. An angry mob descends on the Simpsons' home, splitting the family... Wait, splitting the family up. With... Dope. With Earth, with Earth's fate, with Earth's fate in the balance, Homer sets out on a quest for redemption in, or, in order to save the world and earn Marge's forgiveness. Hey, Homer, shut up! Cowabunga, dude! I just, Whoa! Because we can't add the actual music because we'd get like uh, sued. Mate, gra- mate, Granny will come to your house and like tickle your feet. <laughs> yeah. So what ha- what happened in the Simpsons movie? Uh, well, if you were not busy singing over it, you would have heard it all, but, uh, basically, I mean, to be honest, of the plots, I don't remember the whole world's yeah, no. being in the it balance. It was just no. Springfield. It was just Springfield was put under a dome. Yeah, I mean, I, that could have just summed it up that easily. Springfield gets put under a dome. Yeah, <laughs> um, sound synopsis, compelling, though. Yeah, the well, synops- they get put under a dome to protect the rest of the world, right? Because yeah. otherwise they'll, like, start uh, infecting everything around it. It would just be the states, probably. Maybe Canada. Yeah, but we're global leaders. I I don't care. Even in the Simpsons universe, maybe not. Maybe it's. I was elected to lead, not to read. Uh, so I, I, what's your guys' history with this movie? Because I saw this in theaters when it came out back in two thousand seven. I was very excited for it to come out. Same. And um, also same. I saw it like the day or two after it came out with my parents. And let me tell you, let me tell you, I'm seeing Bart Simpson's little baby penis, like, (laughs) with my parents. I was like, oh, no. I I mean, it's funny. Don't get me wrong. I I will defend Bart's baby dick, but um, not in front of me. You don't have to. Um, I I think I'm the only one that didn't see it in the theater. I just saw it, I think, probably as a rental. Uh, I don't exactly remember. I don't think that I saw it in the theater. Blockbuster, Redbox. Yeah. Damn, Which you're one? a fake Simpsons head. Sure. Okay. I saw it with my high school buddy who was also like a Simpsons freak like me. I haven't talked nice. to him in like 15 years. Get him on the you podcast. Should hopefully, you should hit him up and be like, hey, just watch the <laughs> Simpsons movie. I should. How you, do do, how you been, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Simpsons are still on the air, by the way. Yeah, sorry about that um, thing. Yeah, the, the reason we stopped talking, <laughs> which was not not the Simpsons movie, it was far from it. Oh, actually, uh, no. So no. Oh, just you guys disagreed on the movie that much. No, so we we actually, and all four of us got together and watched this movie in person recently. We rewatched it, revisited it for the show. That was a fun little time. You know, we had some beer. We did a little bit of day drinking. Watched the Simpsons movie. Uh, I hadn't seen this. Like, I, I think I I. Saw it, I like I said, I saw it in theaters. I watched it again, maybe like a year or two after it came out on DVD. And then I hadn't watched it since until, you know, a few weeks ago when we got together and watched it. And um, I don't know. I, I will say that I was pleasantly surprised at how I was uh, 
absorbing the movie. I I I think that this because when the movie came out, it was not quite so star. I mean, obviously, The Simpsons had definitely the show had passed its prime, but it wasn't. There hadn't been this the the massive gulf there is now. Yeah, no, it was more yeah. like it wasn't, it wasn't even a decade yet of Bad Simpsons. So there was still yeah there, yeah there was still hope that maybe they'd cancel the show. And yeah. then you know there was hope that maybe the movie would be good, like the old episodes. And I I will say I honestly think it is. I I really do think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of really good jokes and gags in this movie that just absolutely hold up. Um, I if anything I liked it even more now rewatching it, and I've even been like rewatching like classic seasons of The Simpsons recently. And I I do think the movie does like stand. You know, right up with those, to be honest. I know it has, uh, we were looking it up. It has a lot of the, the writing staff from like the golden era of the show who was writing on the movie. So it feels like they really were like, okay, this, this should be good. We can't phone it in like the show anymore. You know, this is like people have wanted the Simpsons movie for a very long time. So let's make this count. Cam Crossy yeah. was going to be the Simpsons movie for oh yeah really yeah look that up that it was good they I were gonna make that into yeah, a movie that, yeah oh what kind of fucking simpsons head are you you didn't even know that you're fucking surprisingly no poser. yeah surprisingly no no i you know i don't know to be honest i found that episode is like one of the weaker episodes of that season it's all right it's fine no, it, no, no it's a it's a, gr- it's a great episode i mean if you compare it to anything now it's amazing but i think uh, of that season it's uh i don't yeah. know I'm with you. It never it I, never stuck out that much for me, but I do like yeah. it. But, so, oh, sorry. do you guys think that this movie could have been an episode of the TV show? Um, no. No. Yeah, not not quite. I agree. I think that they this was We're all in agreement. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> uh this oh. this was this was the perfect way to make a Simpsons movie. It just feels like it, to transition the the TV show of The Simpsons into a movie, the way they did it was just perfect. The way that you know they yeah, had their- I I sort of agree with you that on this watch, I sort of appreciated it more. Um, as we were watching the movie, uh, we kept making comments of like, "Oh, do you guys remember like that being in the trailer and that being in the commercials?" And there was mm-hmm. sort of like a little bit of like it it just hit like a cultural tipping point where like. I one of us made the joke about how like Spider Pig was sort of like the pickle Rick of mm-hmm. 2007 2008 yeah. which I think is pretty Absolutely. apt and there there was like a level of that when the movie came out where I was like eh, you know whatever and I think sort of being removed from some of that I can appreciate it a little bit more because I do I feel like when it came out I wasn't so into it and then rewatching it it was sort of like yeah, no, this is like like remembering The Simpsons when it was good sort of thing, you mm-hmm. know? Had you still been watching The Simpsons as it aired when the movie came out? Oh, absolutely uh, not. If, if I was... I was, I was, um, I was still, yeah. I stopped like a few years before. I think I stopped in like... I was in elementary school, so like three years before, three or four years before. So I was like, so it, I'd watch it, and I'm like, this sucks. Why am I watching this? This is self-harm. So then I stopped. But, like, 
I'm I'm still yeah. gonna see a Simpsons movie because I'm like maybe maybe it'll get better and like the movie right. but the show didn't really get better and right you have a low it, bar for self harm <laughs> uh, watching a TV show I don't know if that's uh, no I totally identify with that that's basically like how it felt when no, I stopped I watching I was like I have to stop doing this to myself I need to be cozy at all times any sort of discomfort or mild inconvenience I'm gonna lose my shit so like if I have to see like. Lady Gaga or whatever, or Lena Dunham in The Simpsons or Elon Musk. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shit. Yeah, it came out between right. seasons 18 and 19, Jesus I think. Christ. And even those yeah, like, numbers sound high, and they're like this, in like 38. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? yeah. But awesome. at the time, it had it had been really bad for a while. Like I know most people think it starts getting bad, like in the double digits. I think it like stays at least somewhat watchable through maybe like even as late as season 15 you could i think make an argument that that there's some yeah it is generous it's very generous and i'm talking about like being watchable um but season 16 to me is where i remember being like oh like this is like actively like i actually like I'm actively cringing throughout most See, of these and I, episodes. I don't have these this experience of like watching it episodically like I'm sure most of like you have where you like get the DVDs and watch like season one, season two. Mm-hmm. I would just watch it anytime it was on Fox and mm-hmm. just whatever episode it'd either be the one with George H.W. Bush or the newest one and I had no fucking idea. I'd just like be on during dinner or whatever the fuck like so i don't really have that font that like particular memory of like oh this is when it was bad it was just like yeah some of these episodes are good and some of them aren't and i don't remember there being a distinction up until the movie came out when i was like uh simpsons movie do i need to watch this you know yes yes yeah i think i think i was the same as that for a long time where i was just watching like the primetime episodes on weeknights where it would just be random episodes. And then I would also watch the new episodes on Sundays. And I didn't know where like any of those other episodes came from until I got the box sets when those started coming out. Oh, I was Um, Yeah, that was a game changer for sure. But like even the the syndicated episodes on weeknights, they would kind of play them in order. And if like yeah, you know, a TV guide or on your like cable, you could hit info and it would say. Sometimes they would, and sometimes it was random. Look, when the animation looked crisp, I'd turn it off. I'd go watch something else. <laughs> I'd go watch Family Guy, real good television. <laughs> it's like The Simpsons on freaking steroids. <laughs> but anyway, uh, like I said, this movie was a great uh, interpretation of turning a TV show into like a film. Like, it just has the the three act structure and really. It incorporates, like, so many characters from Springfield. Like, I, I remember com- commenting on this when we were, we were watching the movie together. Like, how a lot, of the, a lot of the characters from, like, the town, like, even the smallest ones have important roles in the movie. Like, obviously not every single character, but so a shocking amount of them have, like, you know, speaking lines or important plot points or something. Like, Cletus, the slack-jawed yokel, has, like, two important plot point moments. Um... Yeah, even, it was even just, just it was, the idea that they gave so many minor characters, which, like, where it, it is like an ensemble show where it's like every yeah. character plays their role or whatever. The idea that they fit in so many, like, jokes just, like, back to back to back to back of, like, this character does this, this character does this, this character says their punchline, like, or their catchphrase or whatever, like, 
They crammed <laughs> a lot of that shit into that movie, which honestly, I feel like that was sort of like the highlight of the movie to me because the plot's like, who gives a shit about the plot? The plot's fucking stupid, which old me would probably complain about old oh i just got into red letter media me would probably <laughs> complain about but like me watching it now it's just like no this is like cool you know it's it's fan service but like not bad way not like in a pander mm-hmm. yeah it right. feels yeah. like it's like reward because you're rewarding you it's like hey you've been watching the show for like a long time and some of you have been continuing to watch it even when it's been shit Here's a bone. That's kind of what it was. Yeah, and I love that kind of stuff. Like, they really do reward you for, like, paying attention and, like, hey, here's this, here's that. There's a lot of, like, characters who only appear in, like, maybe one episode who are in the movie, even in background shots. They just, like, a lot of characters, like, um, like, the characters, most of them are, like, there's no random background characters for the most part. Like, a lot of them are just, like, oh, that guy from that one episode and her right, from that right. one episode. Yeah, we did a lot and of that Stuff like that just is very, like... Yeah. What was that? Uh, we did a lot of that. It's like, you know, she's in that episode. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, pause the screen. Uh, who Name all the characters. <laughs> well, you like yeah, went to the was... bathroom right at the point where like, oh, all yeah, of the characters yeah. are on screen. So we yeah. did get to pause and look at it. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I'm going to yeah, go to the during... bathroom, but you guys point everybody out. Yeah, during you're... the pitchfork part, we were like pointing people yeah. out. <laughs> but yeah, I it... will say, though, on that, on that, on that note, there is a point where... With the Simpsons leave Springfield, they go to Alaska, which I guess the the joke was that they had never been to Alaska before in the show, and they've gone to many you know other places. That's, that's not. I true. feel like that's probably the weakest stretch of the movie, and by no means bad. But like the first like act of the movie is so rewarding, where it's like, oh my god, like it just feels like you know just seeing Springfield in this like amazing high budget animation, and it's still very funny. Uh, the characters are all interacting with each other. You never know who's going to show up. It's really cool. And then Alaska is just sort of like, well, it's just the Simpsons family for I mean, the most it's, part. It's like a typical three-act structure sort of thing. Exactly. Like, yeah. You build up and then they're at the low point and then they come back and then it's the climax or whatever. Like, Yeah. yeah and they would still cut back every so often. Oh, like they had the, the bit with like Mr. Burns and stuff, you know? I have and uh, the people like Charlie, like, it just was funny seeing them all like in, like cutting back to them, like how they're all coping underneath the giant dome. Mm. Right. Yeah, I was just going to say, I feel like that part of the movie is just like supposed to give you a bit of a break between like the, yeah, the wackiness. Actually, I, yeah. I, I, I thought. And then, of course, we go back to it and I think it all pays off very well uh, at the end of the movie. And yeah, I don't know. Uh, I really liked. I really liked the movie. I thought it was great. There's actually. I'm gonna be. You're gonna be like those sniveling nerds who are like, I hope someone got fired for that blunder. But do you guys remember that episode of The Simpsons with? I think it was the one where they like they were in Florida and they hit like a gator and then they were they were mm-hmm. like they had like a map of all the states they were banned at. Yes. Did you know Alaska was one of the states they were banned at? So that's a retcon. They have, in the Simpsons proper, been to Alaska, but then in the movie they're like, we need to start over in Alaska. But they still have, as you're looking at this map, yes, I was Googling that, um, I think... Oh, yeah, because I think they even name the states that they still could go to at the end of that episode. North Dakota and... um, I think it's Arizona, which is, is Arizona next to California or is that New Mexico? Uh, I think Arizona. Okay. Is, then, yeah. then they can go to Arizona and North Dakota and that you can't make a movie about people going to North Dakota. Like I was going to say sequel. <laughs> sequel? Which Are you guys surprised? There's, 
Yeah, are you guys surprised there isn't a sequel? Because uh, Maggie Simpson does say sequel at the end of the movie, leading me to think there would be one. They yeah. have talked about making another one for so long. At this point, like, please no. Like, this should well, be a sequel where Horm- it, Homer if- Simpson gets elected president. Am I right? Uh, that'd be kind of cool, actually. No, no but and they should fight with they, Trump they, on the White House lawn. Uh, well, think about like the the Simpsons show was not great at this time period either, but the movie was still good. What if they made another movie and it was still good? They're not going to. They could be like they're not going to pull off the same like fan service type thing. It's yeah, it, it was just like my mind at the cusp of like I'll see also yeah. Julie Craver sounds like she's on death's door. Like it's sad hearing her oh, name Mars. She's like I am gonna go to the store with Maggie. It's so sad. Just like put her down, like just cancel the fucking show. Yeah. Yeah, the voice actors cannot do it anymore it's it's sad in general so just cancel um, it yeah i don't think there needs to be a second a second oh, we're movie. canceling shows now <laughs> yes first we were canceling people now we're canceling shows yeah yeah Been trying to cancel the simpsons for for like 20 years now dude and like we've talked about the simpsons so many times on like the main show, and every time the the, the punishment is cancel the Simpsons. Like it's been said like yeah. three Honestly, or four I'm times. Honestly, d- I'm done with that discourse. I'm tired of it, and I no more cancel the Simpsons. I think that we'd make it worse. Honestly, it I worse. think we just keep going. We just yeah. drag it through the mud. You know, there um, is yeah, at this hope. point, I don't really care. At this point, it's like not. I don't even consider it the same show anymore. So. I, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, Grant, you said you said it was right at the cusp of the popularity, but I'm I'm, I'm no, almost no, surprised. I'm saying, this- I'm saying it, it like that when this movie came out, it was like at the cusp of. I didn't really get to finish my sentence, but like it was at the cusp of like the exact time of when you could make this, of when it's sort of like mm. it's shitty, but people sort of like are mm-hmm. still a little nostalgic for when it wasn't shitty, and I think that they pulled mm-hmm. it off at the yeah. right time. But if you were to do this now. Everyone would be angry. Also, yeah, don't it, I was angry to DVD sort of movie. I am surprised it didn't happen sooner than it did. Like 2007 seems like I guess The Simpsons started in 1989. It took them like almost 20 years to make a movie. Like, and with how like white hot popularity success the show had in the 90s, it's like why didn't they just make a Simpsons movie in like 1998 or something? You yeah. Know? Well, yeah. like fucking um the. South Park came out with a movie after like one or one two season. seasons. It was like, it was like yeah. it was immediately. Dur- it was during the third season that they did that. Yeah, that they started making it, or That's when really it came cool. out. When it came out, uh, so they must have been like getting um, ref- uh, not refer, but That's you know, crazy. scouted to get a movie really early on. And there was a Beavis two movies though, like, came out movie even too. before its best seasons. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, though, yeah. I think that. Those guys had made a couple movies they did. Like, yeah. prior and throughout, and so they probably had the connections, whereas The Simpsons was like a TV show trying to make a movie, and you saw that, like, obviously the budget's bigger, the animation looks better, like, you know, uh, there's mm-hmm. some obvious differences, but, like, I don't know, you know, you can see how there'd be, like, some difference with that. But not, nonetheless, the fact that uh, South Park came out with a movie in, what, like, 98, 99, and then it took The Simpsons nearly a decade after, after being on TV for a decade prior to it. It's very weird. And I'm sitting over here wondering, well, where's the Family Guy movie? 
Um, excuse me. Those were no, no. There was one. I'm like, uh, no, no, that doesn't count. It needs to be theater release. And oh. Stewie's theater untold release. story. Come the on, Stewie Griffith, Stewie Griffith story. That shit was like the moon landing for my middle school. <laughs> like when that shit popped off, that was all we talked about. That was a cultural milestone. I, I am surprised there isn't a Family Guy movie though. Who would want? Well, we're not talking. You know what? That's disrespectful. I don't want to talk about Family Guy during a Simpson segment. <laughs> too late. Now we oh, have far, to. It's far too late. Well, I, I just wanted to say that, like, when I was. So I was still watching the episodes episodically, and this was after season 18. And I was like, God, this show is so terrible. I, if the movie wasn't coming out, I was like, I probably would have stopped watching like a season earlier. But I think I like they had announced that they were making the movie. So I was like, okay, I'll keep watching until the movie comes out. But by the time the movie came out, I was like, there's no way this is going to be good. And I remember seeing it in theaters and like being really pleasantly surprised by how good it was. Um, I mean, I kind of, I really sort of didn't like it back then when it came out. I didn't hate it, but I just remember just being like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, it's not, not a great movie. I think that's fair. It probably helped that I was watching like The Simpsons at the time uh, because I, like my expectations were so low. But on the other hand, I do think that it like holds up really well. And I do think it's like, I think it's not watching it again this time. I was like, yeah, it it still holds up. I still really like it. I would still compare it to maybe like, like around like the early double digit seasons, like, like 11 and 12, like kind of like around that quality, at Ouch. least in terms of the writing. Ouch. Well, I still like a lot of the episodes in those seasons, personally. I, but I but I do think it's like I wouldn't compare it to like season eight or like season six. Like I don't think it's that good. What do you think, Grant? It's all numbers to me. I don't <laughs> I don't have any opinion. It was fine. It was it looked like The Simpsons. They had jokes. Uh, there was a plot. I mean, they were all, and again, they were they were all yellow. If I were to pick apart the plot, the plot is just it doesn't matter. It's stupid. It's just like they. They took a bunch of jokes from all the side characters and wrote a story around that, and it's not very impressive, and the story isn't very good. Uh, I guess it's it is just sort of the culmination of like Homer really is such a stupid person that all of this would happen, right? Like this is eventually he would just destroy the town, and so he destroyed the town. So I guess in that respect, it's. Um, and I guess that, the, yeah, that's more of like a complaint that I would have had a while ago about it. And I guess I still do. But I think my takeaway now is that it's like, well, you got to see all your favorite characters. And you laughed. It's because like, the plot doesn't. And that's all you need. The plot is like a vehicle for jokes. Like, yeah. The plot and even then, really I didn't been, think it was bad. Yeah, I think it's just, it's, know, it is like a serviceable plot. It's just, it's like enhanced yeah, by fine. jokes and like the characters. Like, not everything needs to have like a super intricate deep plot. Like, I mean, that's I'm not complaining when something does, but sometimes simple is king because then you can enhance other things like character development or comedy or or like, graphics I don't know. or like, something. Even comparing it again to like the South Park movie, like I feel like the South Park movie was a lot better than this, but like oh, in well, a different yeah. way. Yeah. You well, know? they were but, like at their creative like. Not even at their peak. They were, like, going up to their peak, and they had, like, a lot of money. Like, they had, um, 
I'm pretty sure, didn't they have, like, one of those famous theater guys um, work with them for making some of the songs? Uh, Harvey Weinstein? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about theater because I'm not a nerd. But maybe someone who is a nerd might know what I'm talking about. But I don't know. I feel like if this was, maybe it would have been, like, plot-wise, I guess, quote-unquote better if this was released a decade earlier. But it wasn't. So. I don't think it, no, the plot wouldn't have been any better. I mean, it, it just, it's a Simpsons movie. Yeah. You know, it just was it, it was exactly what it needed to be. Uh, I think anything more would if, if, if it actually had a good plot, that would have been kind of weird. Right. I guess. I don't, yeah, I don't think the plot is that bad. I really I, like the, the Russ Cargill character. I like the idea yeah, of yeah, the city being trapped to, under a dome. It's not it's not terrible. No, it's perfect because like Simpsons is all about the city of Springfield and just like the idea of like putting that city under a dome like that Mm -hmm. for this like environmental protection agency like plan like that just felt like, okay, this is like the perfect thing to like encapsulate the whole town into a plot literally by putting a dome over them and trapping them inside. Yeah, it's definitely Um, not the most ridiculous thing that had happened on the show up to that point. And like, like Russ Cargill blots out like blocks the sun. Yeah, it's kind of like, like a remix. Oh yeah, of this. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is similar. Yeah, and like Russ Cargill, you mentioned he's like he's a character in the movie only, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless they brought him back. Yeah, but he's voiced else, by yeah. um by Al Brooks, right? Yes, who yeah. he voiced uh, Hank Scorpio, which mm-hmm. I know our, our I think was our friend Andy who was watching with us. Didn't I think it was him who said like why didn't they just have Hank Scorpio? Mm-hmm. Maybe it would have been too much like fan service for like. Yeah. I would I would agree that would have felt forced. I agree. I mean, but I, I thought he was no, funny. I mean, he had some. I mean, I wouldn't have a problem with it, but I mean, for like maybe like it's expecting too much for like the general populace. It's like, oh, are they going to remember this one guy who was in one episode like at that mm-hmm. point over a decade ago? Maybe it would be too alienating for the unwashed yeah. masha- masses. No, and I do think the movie needed like its own identity that wasn't just like oh it's a sequel to one random episode you know true i guess I- and i thought he was funny like I, one of the funny he has like one of the funniest lines in the movie to me where he's like uh there's i forget who said said it to him but they're like oh you you, you uh you think it's so easy to trap us on here like rats he's like no it's actually much easier it's, you're more trapped like uh carrots <laughs> <laughs> yeah he has a lot of great lines because he's yeah. like they usually let him like improv a lot of lines when he when he does stuff for them like i think a lot That's of the cool. hank scorpio stuff was improv like the um like the I you ever say that. goodbye to a pair of shoes uh, i don't i don't know but anyway um <laughs> that's my favorite type <laughs> of person is the person that knows all the, the words in a movie that are improv like, did you <laughs> did you know that he he that wasn't in the script? Not did even you know that? no one wrote that down. That's a new, no one wrote that new down. type of guy. Who knows? Stop yeah. attacking me. It was it was just uh, no Matthew McConaughey. He just started doing this, and then Leo just started doing this, and then they both just started doing that. They put that in the movie. You wouldn't think that they would put that in the movie. It wasn't in the script, and it's in the movie. So now you know. Now you can tell your friends. Did you know? But let's tell let's tell our friends what we think about the movie. Let's rate this. Um, I would say that I would put it in the library. I would put it on the medium shelf. It's not going to go on the top shelf. I don't think it's quite that good. But I do think it's a very solid movie. And I love The Simpsons, at least for what it was. And this is the perfect Simpsons movie. Like I said, I hadn't watched it in a while. And coming back to revisit it, I was very pleasantly surprised to see that it's still good, still holds up. And uh, for that reason alone, you know, got to put it up there. 
Who's next? You. Me. Um, yeah, it's, it's fine. I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, I would say, I don't know, like, bottom shelf the library. Okay. Also, fair. also middle shelf. Also middle, middle shelf. Also okay. middle shelf. There's there's very few things that are going to go top shelf for me. But this is still good. This is, like, very good. This is good. I don't have problems, or substantial problems with it. It's just a solid, good movie. Yeah. Just want it in eyesight because it's, like, a safe, like, oh, what should I watch? Oh, I'll watch this. Like... Yeah, easy to grab off the shelf if you want it. Yeah. Yes. Josh? Yeah, it also go middle shelf. I mean, it's not, it's probably like low middle shelf. Um, We're getting a board. Are, 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 we are we doing this now? Hey, we low do that. You, shelf? you both do that. It's fine. Come it on. <laughs> There's not only three shelves, it's an entire library. No, you're right. You're right. How many shelves are on this? Gonna give like, me shit for making the system just, complicated. It's an estimation. That's the whole point of the scoring system. I just, I, 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 a, I love. It's not like a number. It's not seven. It's just so you throw it somewhere in the middle. Do you burn it? <laughs> do you keep it? If you keep it, how much do you like it? I do like how this has become so much more complicated than it originally was, where it's like it might as well be a numbering system now. It right. It's is. like, and I also like the burning is just burning. Yeah. But the library, there's so many shelves, <laughs> mm -hmm. which is fine. Whatever. And uh, let's move cart. on. Well, I, I yeah, just oh, wanted yeah. to say, just to, just to wrap up uh, my rating there, just that it's, uh, I think it holds up really well. I think I probably still feel the same about it that I did when I originally saw it. Like, it's, it's really good, especially for when it came out. I probably wouldn't recommend it to, like, non-Simpsons fans. Like, I wouldn't. Suggest yeah, as an intro to the Simpsons. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it to someone who hasn't already seen a lot of episodes. Yeah, that's that's very fair. But I think if you are a Simpsons fan, then you'll probably enjoy it. And if you've like, if you saw it once and have been wondering if you should rewatch it, I'd say it's worth going back to. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Even just with that, like the comparison to the South Park movie, like I feel like you could just watch the South Park movie and then be like, mm -hmm. okay, yeah, I could watch this show. I think that was a lot of people's intro to the show. The movie? Yeah. yeah it probably was. Uh, let's talk about our next uh, item on the docket here tonight. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, the synopsis here says, when, inter when an interdimensional rupture unravels reality, an unlikely hero must, challenge her, or must channel her newfound powers to fight bizarre and bewildering dangers from the multiverse as the fate of the world hangs in the balance. Uh, this movie came out this year. I believe all of us saw this in theaters, but separately. Mm -hmm. And um, Every, yeah, everywhere, I, but separately. Yeah, all yeah, all at yeah, once. You and I think you and I saw theaters. it, Kevin, together. Did we? Yeah. Oh, you're right. Shit. Did you yeah. guys cry in the theater while sitting next to each other? But uh, sort of like angle your head away so that you didn't know that the other was doing it. I don't cry. We did angle our heads yeah. away, that's but what, we were holding hands. So. Oh, well, that's very uh, kind of. It's very compassionate of each other. I don't but know. Yeah, um, I don't. this movie, uh, I didn't know what to expect going into it. I knew there was a multiverse of some kind and apparently the a um, multiverse multi of madness. <laughs> it did come out around the same time as that movie because multiverses are in now, baby, uh, apparently. So this is another one of those. Now, I guess you can say it's another one of those. And this was... Uh, I don't know. I don't even know where to begin with this movie. Like, it starts off like a, with, like uh, a drama. What's, it what's starts the off very grounded and sort of like 
You wade into the water a little bit with it, and then there's just a point in the movie where, like, everything kind of stops making sense, and it just, like, goes completely off the rails. And I, I very much liked how they did it. Like, I guess that there's a couple criticisms of people saying that, like, oh, the first part, like, sort of dragged or whatever, but it's supposed to be I disagree. What? in reality... And sort of like eventually pull you away from it before it pulls you back into it. And I thought that the way that they did that was like so fucking good. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't want to gush too much about all of that just yet. But like, that is one thing that I heard. And I'm just like, I don't get that at all. Yeah. And I mean, I will say the beginning of the movie, I thought it was a very strong beginning that had me hooked. And then it actually lost me for a little bit when they started doing like the kind of goofy sci-fi stuff. And they it, they pulled me back in. But at first I was like, oh, I kind of just wanted to see these characters like interact in the, you know, the drama and stuff that's like from their family lives and I everything. I will say, I think that everything that was in the movie did serve some sort of purpose that it like although there was a bunch of like fantastical elements in it that you could still view it from the scope of like a person like dealing with all the parts of herself in different ways and stuff like that and that these are all just different aspects of the same person and while there were like comical elements and like more somber elements and more just ridiculous elements and stuff like that like it all felt like the fact that they could do all that successfully was like very. What the fuck? I told you this ghetto. Uh, this is not safe. Miko's just moving all of her stuff around. While no, because it's it's it was gonna fall, and I tried to save it, and just sorry. sorry. Okay, so, yeah. I think this um, won't. Let's continue. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I was ever lost, like, fully lost by the movie, but I think, Kevin, like, you and I both kind of made a similar comment to each other when we left that, that, like, I think maybe, like, somewhat early on when all of the crazy, like, absurd, weird stuff started happening, that we were maybe a little bit worried that the movie was going to be, like, was going to lean too hard into that for the entire runtime. Yeah. But I think we both agreed that like by the end that they had struck a really good balance and had ended up like justifying all of that stuff mostly i would say mostly i think that there were some parts that i maybe didn't jive with as much as you might have um you didn't like hot dog fingers i that was one of my probably one of my least favorite parts but it didn't bother me well there was just like uh, that's a good example hot dog fingers in each other's mouths (laughs) I just wish they didn't cut to it like 12 times mm. yeah. in the movie. And that brings me to a good point because I think uh, this is a long movie. Like, uh, let me look at the exact runtime here. Is it like two and a half hours or like over two hours? Yeah, two hours and 19 minutes. Uh, I guess uh, it seemed longer than that. But yeah, it, it's a very like it was not a bad thing for a movie to be long. I think that honestly, there's some parts of the movie that could have had a little bit of fat trimmed. And I think stuff like that where they would kind of like. They'd have like some, you know, they had a few good recurring jokes, but they would really lean on them a little too hard for my taste in some parts. Yeah. Hot Dog Fingers was one. Uh, the Raccoon, a Tui or whatever the heck that was. That was funny, but then it was like, are we are we going back to this again? Well, I'm fine. No, with I disagree was, about that. Was, that. I, I disagree. Yeah, I completely that one, disagree. That one that. was that was cute because he's a little guy. 
Well, and also like <laughs> it, again, it, paid, it paid off to towards of, the end. Yeah, just to sort of like you know bring it all back around to the central focus of the movie, like the whole idea of them including that part in the movie is like the idea of like people from foreign cultures who don't speak English very well, get like getting like made fun of for speaking English incorrectly and sort of like Mm. eventually overcoming that and owning it, you know, like I I've never seen a fucking scene where a woman jumps on a man's head, grabs him by the hair, like, (laughs) like, like, like he's uh fucking what's the name of the movie like ratatouille and like runs him forward and thought that that would be like a touching scene in a movie because it's sort of like representative of her like overcoming like these obstacles that are in her life and like there's so much so many aspects of the movie that i feel like were touching in that regard because it was like all just representative representative of the totality of like this person and all of her social ties, not only to like herself and her family, but like to her culture and to like the world at large and stuff like that. And like for as weird and fantastical as that sort of got sometimes, like they always brought it back around for it to be like sort of like meaningful in terms of like the acceptance of like who one is or like the acceptance of like, you know, like, relationships with the daughter and the the husband and like the father and like cultural relationships and stuff like that like it all just like brought it all together really well yeah i mean like in a way i, that will, I don't think that any other movie has you know i totally yeah agree. i mean it's you it's definitely unique in that regard i, I it does a lot of things you know very new very fresh uh it's in like what i said was like kind of a nitpick i'll admit but there's still something about um I don't know, there there was just like some parts that just felt a little forced. A little, just a little, little you Reddit. Did, a little bit You Reddit. didn't think the little yeah. guy was cute? Yeah, I gotta disagree with you. The, the Come little on, guy, he's a little guy. Yeah, he's a little guy. That I disagree. Wait, little guy, the raccoon, yeah, the raccoon. Yeah, he's a little, he's guy. A little guy. Well, no, I'm, on, not, I'm not just guy. talking about that specifically. But I guess I was thinking about like even the daughter's role is like that the sort daughter of like was amazing in this movie. Yeah, like I liked her a lot. I feel she like I'm in the, I feel like I'm in the an minority. Incredible range. Like I, I don't think. They were supposed to like. Apparently, they were supposed to cast Aquafina in that oh, role, and I would have been oh, no. hanging myself in the theater if <laughs> they had done that. Slightly related, but I was watching that boy spinoff, um, and she like it's like a cartoon one. It's like animations by other people and like written, and she has one. Like Aquafina has one, and it's like the worst one. It's like literally like a girl like poops out something and it's it sucks aquafina is not well funny. let's be grateful that she was, didn't get that in, a, in another multiverse this movie would have had aquafina doing like a really bad black african-american accent in this Ugh. but i mean i thought michelle yo was like she fucking killed it though yeah. that's for sure she's incredible I mean, she killed it i no, think can we talk about the guy who was data in the goonies what's his yes name? yeah jonathan short round yeah i was like the entire movie i was like where have I seen him before? And then I was like, he sounds and looks familiar. And then uh, I like, K- K- I K- look Kwan? it up. I think yeah. it's yeah, his name. Just, And then I Google yeah. it. Yeah, no, he, and I'm like, whoa. He was um, also, also amazing. Yeah, I, he was I, perfect I, for I, that the, role. The two, the two of them in this movie had like such amazing chemistry. 
And like that was for me, that was like what really did the movie for me so much. And like even the the what the grandfather who is James Hong, yeah, you've probably seen him in a lot of roles over the years. But mm-hmm. I thought he was great too. I mean, there was just a lot of characters like. You know, I mentioned the movie being long, but, like, they really used that runtime to expand on the characters, like, you know, personalities and experiences, like, really well. And, like, you know, I – because even, like, the grandfather, I thought he was just going to be, like, you know, the comic relief in a wheelchair the whole time. But he ended up, like – Mattering. Having his own realizations and stuff over throughout the movie. And, you know, kind of learning and growing on his own. I I did find the movie really touching. Like, the end – the end. Oh, it was. Yeah, I feel I, like it was very touching. This is my like. I don't know if it's unpopular, but I feel like the drama with like the husband and the wife way more interesting than the mom and the daughter. Um, I agree. I, I agree. mean, it's it's again, it's centered around her character and her accepting all these facets of her life, and like, well, I think that there were parts that were more or less touching. It's like it, like Kevin said, it. They really pieced apart every single aspect of everything about all of it and just all at once yeah all at once just sort of like every single through line of like you know Mm -hmm. this is my expectation for my daughter but this was my father's expectation for me and the reason why i'm disconnected from my daughter is because of my family and a lot of the family trauma happened because of this relationship with my husband. And I haven't like sort of like come to terms with that. And so like, as a relate, as you know, as it relates to everything else, like my relationship with all these people is strained and you know, what am I going to do to fix it? And it was like a very, like just how, how everything affects everything regarding all of that. Yeah. Can I say, uh, like, Grant? I'm starting to think I understand why the movie got that name. Hmm. Can I say that, These like, are the, the three act structure? They titled the, all the acts. Can I say that, like, the the editing on the movie was like absolutely ridiculous? It was like the no, the way they that. had to weave everything <laughs> together and like take all of these separate elements. I don't and, know how the fuck they filmed it. Me like, either. I'll be honest, I. I don't fucking understand. Because it was like so I much actually... variety, each like little snapshot, snapshot, and there I saw like a post of like the makeup looks that they did, mm. like you know, because she'd have like weird makeup like every little scene. I'm like, do you know how much time and energy that could that would took? Like, and it was like, just like crap. hundreds of costumes per character. Yeah, and, and the costumes how, were insane. And like how how much did like I, I'm assuming this movie made a lot of money. It's been in the, it's still in the theaters, but I know. What was yeah. the budget? It couldn't have been. That I don't think much. that the the budget was not that much. I, I yeah, don't I know they, how much numbers are, but I feel like I heard like fifty million, which apparently in Hollywood is not that much. I would have to double check it, especially but like, for how like I went on a binge of of reading a bunch of um like behind the scenes related stuff and stuff from um the directors, the Quans or the. Is it no the uh excuse me not the quans they, they're um the quan is one of them um the daniel uh, daniel the quan Daniels. the daniel yeah, daniel yes. quan and daniel shikart something like that shiner okay um but i was reading like stuff from them just like shouting out all of the like the different people who worked on the movie and it sounds like they had like personal relationships or or made personal relationships with like every single like crew member on the movie and were, like, heavily involved in, like, every aspect of it. 
And it seemed like they cultivated, like, this, what seemed to be, like, for what must have been an absolutely insane, difficult movie to make, looked like they cultivated one of the most, like, pleasant and, like, enjoyable like movie sets to to like work on of anything i've ever seen it was like re- seeing more of that stuff made me appreciate the movie like 10 times more yeah i mean i feel like that that love and attention probably like worked its way into the movie itself mm-hmm. you know and that you can tell you know, like there was effort to treating made. your staff well yeah it's like you can tell there was like effort like like they genuinely enjoyed making it whereas like some shit is just like you can tell it's just a bunch of like like freshly graduate like art art the graphic art students like slaving away at this and they're gonna get like fired as soon as like the movie comes out so they don't have to pay them their bonus but like i think i don't know i feel like i think this i read was that good. sorry oh sorry i was just saying it just felt like you know there it seemed like there was like a labor of love that's what i was trying to say yeah yeah, yeah. and that's I, I think that that also spreads to like why the actors even took the movie in the first place like jonathan k kwan like had stopped doing movies for decades up until this came out. Like, I I think he said particularly when, um, what's that? It's like uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Rich Asians or something like that. Crazy um, Rich Asians. I, crazy Rich Asians. Um, uh, that I think Michelle Yeoh was in that. And when that came out, he was like, oh, I finally some like good roles for like Asian Americans that aren't just, you know, like minstrelly you know just like ridiculous you know um and so they both got involved in it because of like the complexity and care and the story that it was telling and like the way that it was doing it and stuff and like Mm -hmm. you can tell that there was like a lot of heart that went into like the creation and just every aspect of it yeah because i i don't think that a movie like this could be made without people like backing the project because otherwise without a lot of those elements it would have been uh dr strange in the multiverse of madness (laughs) well i i yeah i think i read that michelle yo like fought to help get the movie made in the first place like when she like took it on and like read the script and she like was like a heavy advocate for for getting it greenlit um yeah it's not often like there, you know, it, it's not often there's, like, a big budget movie or a big movie like this that has, like, a – the starring actor is, like, a middle-aged woman, you know? Yeah. It's it's usually, like – Let alone, like yeah. – Like, it's, like, specifically, like, broad movies, um, like, you know, chick flicks. Not even chick flicks because those are 20s. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, a – trying to think, like, of movies where that's – or if it's not a romance, like I, like a mainstream, not targeted for women movie where it's like a yeah, middle-aged yeah. woman made it. Because mm-hmm. I'm drawing blanks. Yeah, and even even like uh, like I think that they were going to cast her role with like Jackie Chan at first, and then they went, oh no, like either they couldn't get him or they changed their mind, I and like when that. she was on board, it was just like, oh, this is so much better of like a decision than that would have been like there's there's so many ways that this movie could have gone so much more wrong (laughs) yeah well i think i also read that there's like a lot of autobiographic biographical elements to the movie and like that they were like writing sort of a different type of movie but then like like because i think they started writing it before the pandemic but then the pandemic like 
sent them like everyone into like depression and stuff and i think they decided that they had to make a like a much more personal feeling movie and ended up working a lot more of like their own upbringings and stuff like that into it yeah i know these guys also directed that movie swiss army man which i wasn't really big on oh you did see Um, it yeah i I just watched it recently saw it a few years ago or whenever i don't know some point and i didn't hate it but it was all it was very uh I don't know. It didn't click with me very well. And like, I, I could definitely see like the visual gags in that movie were very much like in, in like ingrained into this movie as well, but just executed better. That's basically how I felt about that movie too. I, I didn't dislike it, but it definitely wasn't this movie and it, I don't know. It, it Yeah. Yeah. I didn't quite click with it is the right way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that if they hadn't had that shift in tone or, you know, mentality, we probably would have got a Jackie Chan everything everywhere all at once. It was more of like a yeah, forced like slapstick yeah. comedy like that was. Yeah, and I mean like I I think the thing that intrigued me so much was like the the personal aspect of like storytelling through these sci-fi elements of like a multiverse and shit like that because you, as you sort of mentioned when we began talking about it like everything's a multiverse now and it all just fucking like like i don't i hate to say that it sucks because there's so many things that i like but it it feels like one of those tropes where it's like i i get it there's a hundred spider-men like i how many movies of a hundred spider-men and oh dr strange has his own multiverse now and everyone has their own multiverse and it's like i'm kind of sick of this being a thing that everyone's doing now all at once yeah um but this did feel like the correct way of utilizing like again from an editing standpoint of like how the story sort of like intersected and like wove into like the tapestry of what exactly was happening at every individual moment. I thought that from an editing standpoint that was done really well but also from like a story like standpoint a storytelling standpoint it was like very purposeful and driven by like the decisions of the characters as they were being made and i think sometimes it was a little more obvious and sometimes it wasn't more obvious but eventually you'd get to a certain payoff of like oh here's a real here's a realization that i made but how do i like reach the next level of what i'm trying to do because i'm in the fucking gargoyle dimension or whatever the fuck and like like the ability to take something that sort of fucking weird and then be like oh this is why your relationship with your daughter is fucked up is like again like i i I have not seen anyone pull that off as successfully as this movie did in those regards yeah absolutely yeah it seemed like all of the multiverse stuff was mostly like metaphor like just like like a representation of her existential crisis basically <laughs> yeah, yeah we're not gonna get a sequel we're not gonna get a well we might i don't know i hope not some, i mean I, I hope not shit does not always need a sequel like i'm sick no, of this, no, no. i'm sick that. of this world where everything needs a fucking sequel sometimes a standalone <laughs> you know anime is right a lot of times standalone stories just let it standalone be. complex mm-hmm. but you know hopefully i do just Hopefully real quick want done. to I want to real quick just go back to the thing that I initially started gushing about which was like 
how how they introduced the multiverse element too because that mm-hmm. like that might have been my favorite part of the whole movie and like i had a lot of favorite parts of the whole movie um but like again they started the the story from like a very grounded place of like here's your family here's your problems here's the tax lady whatever but then as they started like breaking apart reality a little bit to be like hey there's a multiverse gotta go bye uh hey go in the closet gotta go bye and then eventually like that fucking scene where her husband eats the tube of lipstick and then like that was like i think that that was one of the most tense scenes i've seen in any fucking movie because it's like you're accepting the idea that like there's this multiverse and that this is the ride that we're all along with, but that the characters in this movie may or may not realize it as this guy is fighting people off with a, a fucking uh, a fanny pack and eating a tube of lipstick and just doing weird fucking shit. And it was like, I don't think I've ever seen a better fight scene in any movie. Like, I don't think I've seen as tense and weird of like a fucking moment as I did, like, in that particular scene, like, that, I feel like that's the scene that, like, sold me on the movie, or I was just like, this is fucking nuts, you know? Yeah, and on that note, too, I loved how the ability to tap into the multiverse and switch over was you had to do something that made you, like, physically uncomfortable. Hmm. Like, oh, sometimes God. it was painful, I, sometimes it just was like, ugh, you know? It, so, that just was such a funny little unique detail that was like i really enjoyed one of the most painful scenes i think i've also seen in any movie is when he's purposefully giving himself paper cuts like for some reason that was just like man oh my god i'd rather watch someone get stabbed six times than watch someone just give himself 30 paper cuts yeah, on his hand. Yeah. I'd rather better. watch Titan. Jesus. Yes, I'd rather watch <laughs> Titan twice. Yeah. Um did you guys have any final thoughts on this before we give our final deliberations? <laughs> good movie. Thoughts. It's good movie, not the greatest. I think it's just a tad a tad 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 overrated, but I'm okay with it because it's so not like anything else. Fine. I agree. I honestly agree with that 100%. Thanks. I think so, I came uh, out of it feeling like it, like, I was like, because I had heard a bunch of hype going into it, and I was like, y'all need to stop listening to hype and just <laughs> enjoying things. Yeah. Because I feel been. like I enjoyed this very much, and I don't buy into any hype I mean, or anything. I, I loved it. And, but I but I think when I first came out of it, I was like, yeah, I really liked that. But like maybe it wasn't as good as the hype said. But I think as I've let it like sink in more, I've just like it's it's really grown on me. And I yeah, I think I've gotten to the point where I just like like unapologetically love it. So I'll I'll say that I would put it. Hmm. I will put it in the lower the lower middle shelf, <laughs> just 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 above the high bottom shelf. I fuck. We're doing this now. The low, middle, whatever. Just yeah. whatever you want to say. It doesn't I, matter. Fine. They're just words. It, it, it's middle shelf for me. It's gonna be there with the Simpsons movie. <laughs> I'll put a top shelf. That that's how much it's grown on me, and I, I oh, feel wow. like I could watch it like several more times. I mean, I I really it again. enjoyed Sam Raimi's direction. I thought Doctor Strange was really good. 
Um, all the different universes. I knew you would find a way to defend (laughs) Doctor Strange in our serious conversation. I just really like America Chavez, okay? More like Doctor... Hey, I'm trying to make a joke. More like America... LGBT pin, all right? It's it's gay pride. Well, let me finish my joke. More like Doctor... Representation. Stop! More like Josh. Let her, let her make fun of you. More yeah, like yeah. More like Doctor Soy Range. <laughs> oh fuck! No, we we already heard I can't that. Can't believe one. you yeah. let me let her say that. God, I know, that Greg. Uh, so before, much. before before you give your review, I wanted to give a shout out to you because during the Simpsons movie, you made a comment. I think towards the end of the movie, when Bart and Homer are having that conversation, where he's like, "Maybe I just treat you this way because my father did this to me when I grew up." And then I think you said. Like the Simpsons movie walked, so everything everywhere all at once could run. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. That's but what would you, where, where are you putting it in the library? I mean, yeah, I, I agree with Josh. Uh, I would say it, this is a top shelf movie for me. Um, I liked it. I feel like maybe more. Maybe, uh, maybe the two of you, when you saw it, you weren't uh, coping with your uh, toxic masculinity enough by sitting within range of each other and you couldn't mm. just, uh, you couldn't just sit there and just be emotional i i feel like the movie was like very it was it was like emotional and not just in the sense of like i feel like the word emotional gets this connotation of like sobby but mm-hmm. it was it's like cathartic. emotional in yeah it was cathartic and it, it was emotional in the sense that there were so many different emotions that were packed in and like it all felt like very genuine like you know obviously there's like the heartstring tuggy type stuff but like even like the one scene where uh, they tied up the daughter in the chair and they think that she's like evil or whatever the fuck. And they're like, the daughter's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she's like trying to explain. She's like, oh, there's this multiverse and it, it's all this and like uh, blah, blah, blah. And it's it's like the the movie Rakakui or what, where it's the the whatever. And they're all like laughing at her. Because it's like, mom, it's not a raccoon, it's a rat. And they're all just like, for the first time in however many years, they're like genuinely laughing together as a family sort of thing. It's like, that was just like, uh, maybe one of the most honest portrayals of like, humor in that regard. And there was like so much like honesty within the movie. And again, like in these pockets of like these fantastical elements that sort of like, tied it all together to make it so weird. But like... If you if you would have taken the story and just made it a pure drama, I also feel like it wouldn't have been as good. Like it needed that like elevated sense of like this is fucking nuts, but like we're still tying this back into like the story in and of itself, and like just every every scene, I feel like I was like dialed into like what was happening because it's like, well, if this is happening, like what's next, and what does this mean, and like. What does this represent? And like there there was just so much emotion within every aspect of it. And I feel like a lot of shit like just doesn't do it or like just tells you how to feel about things. And instead yeah, of like yeah. letting you feel ways about things, you know, so yeah, for that reason, uh, top shelf. Nice. Well, speaking of what's next, let's move on to our last item on the docket for the evening. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. 
After settling into Green Hills, Sonic is eager to prove that he has what it takes to be a true hero. His test comes when Dr. Robotnik returns with a new partner, Knuckles, in search of a mystical emerald that has the power to destroy civilizations. Sonic teams up with his own with his own sidekick, Tails, and together they embark on a globe-trotting journey to find the emerald before, before it falls into the wrong hands. I don't remember any of that. All I remember is when uh, the girl and like the police officer fell in love. I just cared whatever, about Sonic wedding. and Tails being friends. That's all I cared about. I don't remember that Dude. much of the plot. I just like, all the like, moments with them being buddies were so cute. That was yeah. <laughs> that was like I was like aww. They should have just made that the movie. <laughs> what? Why do they keep putting these fucking people bland white bread fucking like? <laughs> the it's the most boring part of these movies is the fucking donut lord i, know. I don't care about the human <laughs> beings i care about the fuzzy animals that they made with cgi i agree oh i agree I, i'm glad they dialed that down from the first one because i didn't give a shit about yeah they did the, i don't give a shit about the donut cop like sonic sh- is clearly thin blue line supporter but um i i I'm glad they toned that down because Tails and him are so cute. Did they tone it down? Because all I can re- like, I wasn't joking. Wedding. All I can remember about this movie is that twenty to thirty minute wedding segment where Sonic's not even there, and we're just following like these characters yeah, trying to like you know, infiltrate the FBI Maybe. and then falling in love. Yeah, uh, I, I remember. So- at that point in the I, movie, like turning to, I think I turned to you, Kevin, and I was just like, "This is the best Sonic movie I've ever seen." Because he hadn't like been on screen. <laughs> yeah. He hadn't been on screen for like twenty minutes. Here's here's yeah. the thing, though. That was the here's, funniest that Sonic was the whole time. Is when you leaned over and said, that. "Here's the thing, though. The first movie had no had only like at the very end after the trailer, like thirty seconds of tails. This had like." Like, like you know, a good portion of tails was in this. Like, yeah. like there's more tails in this one than the other one. By the tails yeah, ratio was on point. We got to we got to watch them uh, dance to uh, Uptown. I forgot about that. That sequence was probably one of the more tolerable ones in the movie. <laughs> they wrote somehow they wrote the fucking script in like 2018, and then COVID happened, and they're like, "Fuck, we gotta <laughs> still use the song." I guess. <laughs> oh man. Jesus. I, if they wanted to make it a little more modern, they just put, like, Old Town Road or something. <laughs> they do, like, a Calvary That would have been thing. the same. That it is been the, the same thing. But I, I think that, I mean, we're not talking about the first movie because we already did that, but I think Tales should have been introduced in the first movie more than the, just the last 30 seconds because I felt that his introduction in this movie was, like, for, or was uh, overshadowed by Knuckles quite a bit. True. True. Because it was like we got, you know, for all intents and purposes, we got introduced to Tails and Knuckles in this movie. And I feel like I would have rather had more time to see Sonic and Tails do stuff first before, like, you know, Knuckles getting involved and everything. But I would say if we're comparing it to the first movie versus this one, this is like a lot. This felt much more like a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you, you mentioned the people like that's a valid criticism, but I don't. 
like in the Sonic games, at least a good number of them, like there are people in the games, and like obviously Doctor Eggman. That's not a defense of this. Yeah, but like, well, the- like Doctor Eggman is like a person, and like well, in some yeah. of the Sonic Adventure games, there's people like Sonic Adventure Two. The president is there. There's like a government and everything. It's not super in the forefront. It's less so in the games than the movie. Or than, than I can't the believe that you're like, yeah, hot dog fingers ruined everything everywhere all at once for me. <laughs> I, but to be fair to the Sonic movie, there's people in the Sonic the Hedgehog universe. Yeah, in the, uh, yeah, yeah, in the bad Sonic games, there's people like like 06. Doesn't he like kiss like a human girl? And I'm like, this is fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I can't wait to you're see the it only movie. one who has played that game. I never played it. I just know that okay. it exists and that scene exists. I had a friend I that would that defend that movie. Making- Ugh. I hope no, that sure if they keep mo- making it. these movies that they do just like encounter more and more of those like elements that the internet get, like, loves so get, much. Get, they, at some point they get will. Get Charmy the Bee or whatever. <laughs> get Rouge the Bat. Yeah, Chan in it. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I, I hope they... these movies just get worse. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I wonder if there's like a fucked up like version of like Tails. Like, you know, the original Sonic that looked like a freaking homunculus. I wonder if there's like a homunculus Tails. Uh, Uganda Knuckles, who's going to be in uh, the mm, fifth movie. Mm, it's not what I said, but um, all I can say is that <laughs> that's Tales what is, I said. That's the only thing I I'm really can, person. can say about this movie is Tails and Sonic being buddies was cute, and then when like uh, Knuckles t- teams with them, I'm like, yeah, it's three, it's my three three dudes. They're gonna fight evil. Yeah, honestly, there was like there was like several points of the movie where I was like sitting there and thinking like. Why am I enjoying this? I was thinking that too. <laughs> and another fuck like well, another fucked up thing in my mind that came up was like there's no way the Mario movie's going to be this good. <laughs> I had the same thought. I had the same thought. And we will I was like I was thinking yesterday I'm like we have to review that album. The yeah, day it comes out we're going to see Oh yeah. Gonna, oh yeah. We're going to do We're, we're going to dress up. Yeah. Hey, that's illumination. It's illumination. I'll I'll see or the Mario gen- movie. Gentle Minion I'm style. Gonna, I'm probably more excited for the Mario movie than I am for these. Not because I think it's going to be not a, a dumpster fire, but I don't know. <laughs> no, but I, I thought like there was just like a lot of stuff. I don't know. This felt like it would. I, I feel like when I when I saw it, I had this thought in my mind where it was more like this kind of felt like a correction of what the first movie was going to be because i think that it's definitely better yeah oh for sure i don't even i, know. I feel i feel like you it know was how better there's no I way that the, it was worse because i remember thinking like why you know at the end of the movie the first one like eggman has his classic oh now he's bald with a mustache i think that they only did that because like they shot all of his scenes like well we, we can change sonic because he's cgi mm-hmm. but we can change eggman so let's just film one last scene with jim carrey and then have him look like that, and we'll tie it. Like, it. So it just feels like they took all the criticisms. So in a way, that feels like kind of like lazy and hacked to just be like, okay, well, we're going to just make one, and if people don't like it, we'll just make another one, and we'll make it what people want, which is, you know, not a bad thing, but it also feels like it, it lacks confidence in a way. Well, at least, like, because I, I, I would argue the opposite, because I feel like the original was like a board meeting, like was like, this is what you're going to make the Sonic movie like. And then the, you know, they got all that backlash because the homunculus version of Sonic. And then like, they're like, oh, and then, you know, the they changed it and then the movie did well, I'm assuming. So they're like, okay, we'll give you, you'll, you can make the Sonic movie you want. So I feel like this is probably actually closer to what they originally wanted to make, but like, 
executive meddling yeah. got in the way in the original. If I, my, my it was theory. also like it was also very much like as far as you can say that there's a plot to the original Sonic games. Like it felt like what sort of Sonic Two was, just plus some extra plot plus some people. Yeah, and within that like realm of it, it was more interesting than like. Wow, I sure love this part of Utah called Green Hill Zone, and my best friend is a cop, and, like, there's no other elements other than Eggman, and nothing fucking makes sense. It's like, at least there's Tails, there's Knuckles, there's Eggman with more robots this time, and he's the big Eggman. There's, and, like, that weird labyrinth section. I was just gonna say that, yeah, Josh. Yeah. The, lo- the locations in the game, like, the labyrinth where Sonic and Knuckles are fighting for the Master Emerald yeah. felt like something you could see in the game. So I'm like, I'm like this is perfect. This is exactly right. what this had to be. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, when they're up, or when Sonic and Tails are, like, snowboarding down the mountain. That you know, right. I'm like, this right. is, this is, so- this is totally Sonic, you know? Yeah, there were, there were, there some were way elements, more, but there were way more interesting elements than the first movie, for sure. I think maybe the reason I consider them somewhat on par is because, like, at, the first one at least felt like the plot was, like, decently well-structured. In this one, I felt like the pacing and the structure was just, like, all over the place. And, I like, it just feels like a jumble in my brain. It was just, like, Man, I from one like... crazy thing to another crazy thing and, like, nothing hung together. And then, like, there was that whole, like, wedding sequence where the movie just, like, screeches to a halt and, like become something else for like a half hour and i, I mean that's like a mirror yeah. dimension version of you from an hour ago talking about the simpsons plot which is that <laughs> i don't care about the plot of these movies the first plot the first movie wasn't good so i don't care about the plot and the second movie had the characters in it so i don't care about the plot like there's that element of like at least with the simpsons movie you can say like oh they put all the simpsons characters in it or whatever the fuck but it's just like the first Sonic movie just felt like a really shitty buddy cop movie where one of the buddy cops mm-hmm. was Sonic. And, like, right. this movie at least was like, yeah, they go to a... Ma- like, it doesn't need to have a plot because the fucking original Sonic game... Like, the original Sonic games didn't have, like, real strong plot elements. I just want to ha- see him run fast. I just want... And I want for him to go fast. <laughs> I want for Tails to do a tail helicopter. And I want to watch Knuckles punch thing. And I want to watch Dr. Eggman get in a big robotic version of himself. And then he does a spinny move, collects all the emeralds turns into super saiyan sonic and then wins and that's all that i want and that's what i got and yeah the the wedding was terrible i I, that's fair i guess it just didn't make much of a difference to me because i didn't care about any of those things like i I didn't I necessarily want or really find any of those things really appealing. You didn't find. I mean, that, that's also the that's the that's the challenge of like adapting a video game into a movie, where it's like, yeah, grand those elements you said are why we like these sorts of things, right. and that's what a video game hinges on is these simple pleasures of like, oh, you can run fast, you can punch walls, you know. But then executives are like, how do we turn this into a movie? And it's like. Uh, you don't have to, <laughs> right? You know, it's it's not built for that. <laughs> Even like, um, like man. I feel like Detective Pikachu was such a better movie than the first Sonic movie. Oh, for and sure. And yeah. it did way worse. Not way worse, but it did worse than it. And then Sonic got a sequel and Detective Pikachu did not. And I'm just like, but that was the good one. 
we did the good video game movie, and now there's no sequel to it, but I have to sit through Sonic 2 in the theater with I'm- my other two 30-year-old friends? <laughs> I'm not 30 yet, we had by the way. Okay. So just let you all know I'm not 30. But really, I'm shocked. Well, no, I didn't- saw this with, yeah, whatever. Well, whatever. But I'm shocked there isn't a second Detective Pikachu movie just because, like, Nintendo makes they so much money. They scrapped it. They scrapped it. Yeah, I am surprised, too, surprising. yeah. That's crazy, but... I don't know. What but the there was a, there was a lot of stuff like even like I said for the Simpsons movie, like even for like people who played the Sonic games, like I, have, I haven't played a new Sonic game besides Sonic Mania in a long time. And I don't think I'm missing much. No. But, you know, I, I played most, of, if not all of the classic ones up through like Sonic Adventure 2, Sonic Heroes, stuff like that. And there was like little references in the movie that were like alluding to things from those games, which is kind of fun. So it was like, oh, like, you know, if you pay attention, it rewards you for certain stuff, which the first movie had none of that. I think, like, one of my favorite beats was um, the coffee shop that they uh, uh, Eggman's henchmen worked at was called the the Mean Bean Machine. Yeah, oh, I God, noticed the, that. The coffee shop thing that, like, transformed. Oh, my God. I forgot all but about no, it, that. But it's like there's a, there's a game called like, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, which is like a – it was like a reskin of like Puyo Puyo, like a, a puzzle dropping game, yeah. like Tetris kind of thing. Yeah. And then there was also like uh, the gun, which I guess they that ended up being like plot heavy at some point. But like it ended up, you know, they were like a big part of like Sonic Adventure 2. And there was just – there was probably a few other things like that that were just little things that made it feel like, oh, this is like – there was a lot more love and care put into this than the first movie. And it felt like, you know, it, it, like I said, it's tough to adapt a video game into a movie, but I thought that this did it very well. I don't hate the human characters. Cause I think that for a Sonic movie, it does kind of make sense. I don't want to see them super often. They could have just made a- the actors better. Like, yeah, well, yeah, man. I mean, yeah. they struck a better balance with it in this movie. Like, if they didn't have the wedding scene, I think that people would be complaining about it a lot less. Yeah. Or if the wedding scene was maybe, like, you know, yeah, cut 5% that shit. of <laughs> cut that shit. of what it was. But, I just remember, yeah. like, being in the theater and seeing the scene where, like, uh, the, the, uh, the bride was, like, trying to run over the groom with, like, the golf cart or whatever. <laughs> and, like, all the smooth brains in the audience just being like, <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God. That was me. I can't. <laughs> Yeah. So, I was, I was literally, I think I was like going insane during that part of the movie. That's so, how much it affected me. I was like, what is happening? So I have a question. Um, that post, post credits with, uh, spoilers for uh, people, yes. for people, Soy spoilers. Face. Yeah, spoilers for people who haven't seen this, even though you shouldn't be listening to it if you haven't watched it. But, uh, Shadow is in a fucking test tube. Ooh. My first thought was, oh, so I guess we're, my first thought was, so I guess we're just skipping over Metal Sonic then, yeah. okay. Yeah, we're not gonna have um the chaotic combo, what is it, Charmy the Bee, there's like the alligator guy, I don't remember. Vector the, the Crocodile and SPO the Chameleon, I yeah, think it Yeah, I think it is, we're not gonna get them all. What about Rouge the Bat? Well, hold on, Knuckles is getting an HBO Max spinoff series. Shut up, really? Oh, good. Are yeah, and joking? I hope, I... No, I'm not. I'm not kidding. I thought you were. Oh, I, right. I remember were hearing about that. No, it's it's really happening, I and forgot. I hope it's going to be like a. I hope they're going to do a Knuckles Chaotix thing, so they have like the SPO and Vector and Charmy. Oh. That'd be fucking sick. Yeah, or Cream. I like Cream. She's cute. Or mm. oh my god, if they add the Chows, oh my god, that'd be so cute. Uh, how how have they not had Amy yet? 
that's I feel like exa- she's got to be in the next one. It's going to be like oh for sure Sonic. yeah. She's going to be all like Yandere and shit with the hammer. Like I'm like I, I know for real like I did I don't honestly I did talk I was about Sonic anymore. Shut up. We're talking well, about I'll Sonic. Do it, I'll do it for I'll do it for I'll do it for you. No, I, I, I like, honestly, I, I, I was over. like surprisingly, I was surprisingly hyped when they showed Shadow because I'm like, okay, this is going to be cool. But again, like it did make me feel like we we're going to be missing like, you know, parts of the story, like Sonic Adventure 1 with like chaos. I thought that was a really cool, fun, like the, the you know, that big like water monster, mm-hmm. that guy who's like collecting the emeralds. So in a way, I'm kind of bummed that we're like, I feel like they could have saved Shadow for a little bit longer. But Shadow's like the, a but, fan favorite and they probably don't want to wait like a yeah. couple more movies. They're like, okay, we're going to get Shadow in here because people are going to like, because I think they could have like, Shadow, Shadow with the gun. They could have easily, easily done Amy in the next movie with like perfect chaos and maybe a couple other elements. Big. Oh man, there and was. Then, there was some kid in the theater with us who, when they showed Shadow, he was like, he said, like, I forget what he said. I wish I could remember, but he was like, oh, my God, it's and he said something completely different from Shadow. <laughs> I totally forget what it was, but he was like it's so excited. And he like, yelled, yeah, he yelled out something completely different. And I was like, I remember laughing so hard. Uh, actually, actually. <laughs> I love that your story was like, yeah, I laughed at a kid in a movie theater. <laughs> I just thought yeah. it was funny because it's like I, I remember old seeing doing a Sonic movie. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this I've definitely done embarrassing kid. shit like that in a movie theater before, <laughs> like as a kid, for sure. Uh, I thought that the uh, the credits sequence was the best part of the movie <laughs> when <laughs> it was cool. It was. <laughs> the credits that was the best are cool. Part. Like all the little animations, and they're cute. Yeah. How, that, how much you want? How much? Show, you yeah, that was movie. super cool. That was cool. How, mu- how much you want about the Mario movie is just going to be like, uh, like a, a sp- like sprites of like all the characters running around and like to like a Tyler the Creator song. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be like Lizzo or something. Going to have some fucking I don't know something about Lizzo screams featuring, like featuring Chris Pratt. Uh, like, yo, I'm Mario. I'm here to say I'm plumbing all day. There's just something about like Lizzo's music that is just like reminds me of like illumination like and like shitty like like no artistic merit animation well she kind of looks like a minion right (laughs) honestly i'm not gonna say anything about lizzo um just that she makes music that seems like it would be in the mario movie you can take it i've seen some reviews of the new minions movie where it's like where it's like you know the minions are annoying, but there's like the gags aren't all that bad. I'm not. I'm and not it's fucking falling. Like reviews written by. I'm not falling for this. the reviews written by teenagers wearing suits, tenting their fingers? <laughs> I'm not falling for this fucking viral marketing. I didn't do it with Morbius. I'm not gonna morb, and I'm not doing it with the minions. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna yeah. be a gentle minion. I'm not doing this shit. It seems I like don't think I it re- worked for Morbius. They tried to bring Morbius back <laughs> into theaters, and it bombed a second time. <laughs> I know that's really funny because I was like, "So no." When Sonic got the seven Chaos Emeralds, I didn't like. You know, I don't even know why. I was like, "I'm like, he's not going to go Super Sonic in this movie," <laughs> and then he did. And then he started like when he's like fighting the giant like Eggman robot. I was like, "This is amazing." <laughs> This I'm, is fucking awesome. I, was I am glad that, that you got joy out of this movie. I genuinely am. No, I, I, I didn't. I didn't. But I'm glad that you did. I, I really. Yeah, I could I tell you. I, I could. I could tell you guys this. weren't liking it, and I was kind of like hiding my like joy a little bit. You sound like uh, like someone that's describing like 
game seven of the Cubs World Series. Like, uh, I don't know what you, that means. You think he wasn't going to catch the ball. <laughs> you, I was sitting there the whole time. He's not going to catch the ball. There's no way he's making this run. And then he made the run. And I was like, what? Grant, I don't know what the fuck that Except means. For I don't know Sonic anything about sports. Turning Super Saiyan. That Sonic turning Super Saiyan is more hype than some dumb fucking. I don't even know what World <laughs> so Series do you, is. For. Do you understand the. Do you understand the. Do you, like the word metaphor? No, but I don't understand the metaphor because I don't understand sports metaphors. Like, so, like, I don't know. What did uh, you guys think I of Jim Carrey in this movie? Talking. What? What did you guys think of Jim Carrey in this movie? You thought he was still pretty funny? Because in the last time we said, yeah. like, we reviewed the first Sonic movie, we were like, if Jim Carrey wasn't in this movie, man, that would have well, been. Well, except me. I was the iconoclast. He was, like, one of the things oh, that yeah, bothered yeah. me the most about the first movie. No, he, he bothered me, bother- too. You're not that special, <laughs> oh, <okay>. Josh. <laughs> I also didn't. I'm not a big fucking Jim, Fer- Jim Ferry can. Jim Carrey fan. <laughs> I don't think that he's funny, and I don't think that he's good. I think that he did better this movie, but probably just because his head was bald. Yeah. I just thought he was more of a non element in this movie. He yeah. like didn't really stand out to me one way or the other. <laughs> yeah, because like Knuckles was more the antagonist for most of it. I granted he was working for him, but like I don't know. Also Knuckles was like stupider than I remember too. I don't remember him being like quite that like dumb. Me either. Well but... he gets tricked canonically. He got tricked. That is true. He and he's easily tricked. Yeah, that's true. Because he's proud. He's a proud Echidna, he'd be like, no one would yeah, buy. They, that would be dishonorable. So I still don't know how I feel about the voice casting of like Idris Elba playing Knuckles. Like, yeah, whoever voiced Tails was fucking spot on. And one of the Y Grant sounds spot on, but Idris Elba was like, I. Maybe, maybe it's good. Maybe it's not. Good. I don't know. Tails is the game voice actor. Why, Kevin? Why is exactly. Ta- why is Tails' voice so good? Because it's the voice from the games. This person's been vo- voicing Tails right, for a while. Right. But then I'm like, why didn't they just do that for everybody? Like we all loved it. Like we have to have these big names and stars attached to a project, or nobody gives a shit. Yeah, that's is there like the a Mario definitive movie. Sonic voice from the games? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It there's just- a. There's a couple. It's like changed hands a couple. I mean, times. to me, it just it it's one of those things where it's like whatever the voice is, it it's what Ben Schwartz. It just yeah. matched. It yeah, I it think matched good. as good no, he's, as he's I good. feel good. like it could have been. Idris Elba was just like I don't. I get that they're going for like a big dramatic, but still stupid, silly. Like yeah. I like you mean I, this is called baseball? Yeah, it, it like graded on me. Like, yeah, and I get what they were weird. sort of trying to go for, but I d- disliked it. That's a fair criticism. I, I don't fully agree, but it's I don't know I, if I, I agree. I, can, I, I can, don't know what we're, I don't know what no, I can think about it. I, I, can, I can see it for sure. I can see it for sure. He's not a perfect match like the other two. But I think that, um, otherwise I don't know, uh, pleasantly surprised. I mean, it wasn't a fucking amazing movie by any means but as far as like video game movies go it's probably pretty far up there one of the better ones but it's a low bar yeah i can't think a of a very low one bar. besides me and the detective pikachu hey mario you got some new competition fuck this is gonna be the one time where like sonic just completely mogs mario like sonic we'll see we'll I see i am going with i it's not i again this is like this is like sports for kevin 
<laughs> <laughs> like that's all I'm really? trying to say is it's like no, sports. Listen, it's like I, they're gonna I don't know. they're gonna take him in the second half. You know, next year exactly. Mario's gonna come in strong. You know, Sonic had a fir- had a good first quarter. We'll see how Mario. I don't know. I'm not really sticking to this bit very well. But uh, does anybody matter. have any fi- any final thoughts before we give our definitive ranking? Tails, Josh, Tails was cute. <laughs> oh yeah, Tails, Tails was, was cute. good. Yeah, he's really Tails cute. was probably yeah. the best part of the movie. I yeah, think. he was so cute. So I I like. I hated the first movie, and then, like, in, like, the year or so uh, after that movie came out, or, like, what, it was the whole pandemic, basically. That came out, like, right before the pandemic, didn't it? Yeah, like, for a lot yeah. of It was, like, the last was... movie we saw in theaters together yeah. <laughs> before the pandemic. Um, but, yeah, I hated that movie, but I got, like, gaslit by people, like talking about it like oh it wasn't that bad it was like pretty good for what it was and i remember like i didn't i never rewatched it but i remember like i think i got gaslit into thinking like okay maybe it wasn't that bad like maybe it was okay and then when we saw this movie it, it just made me like i was just like immediately like oh no like i i no i hate this i still hate this I don't believe you allowed for that to happen because, like, I I get that, like, like with everything everywhere all at once, it's like sometimes things are popular, they become too popular, and then people start going, I don't know if it lived up to it. And then on the opposite end of things, like with Sonic, I feel like there were a lot of people that were like, yeah, it was bad, but it, was, it wasn't that bad. And then enough people say it wasn't that bad to it turns into, eh, I think it was kind of good, actually. It, it had its moments, whatever, blah, blah, blah. What I else just, that like, we saw a bunch you... of worse movies, too? Like, we saw Space Jam 2 and, and, and like... I feel like I saw you don't have stuff to let that, that was like we, other kids' movies that. that were similarly we terrible. That. Those don't exist anymore. Right, you don't have it, to worry it, about it. That's it the good thing about this show. It made me reassess the first Sonic is like, well, at least it wasn't like the worst thing in the fucking world. So therefore, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, but this, yeah, this just reminded me of like, oh, wait, no, these are, these are fucking terrible. And so, yeah, I don't know if we're doing ratings yet, but I would burn it. <laughs> You uh, wow, a hundred percent. Oh, a hundred percent. Not um, not, not even you didn't, not even just have little tails. Be cute. Tails was fine, but no, not did didn't didn't do anything to save the movie for me. I mean, I don't have as strong of an opinion as I I don't, I feel like we're going two sort of separate ways, which is that like the first movie came out, I hated it. I continued to hate it despite what people were telling me that it wasn't that bad. Uh, I stayed firm in my stance, and when the second movie came out, I was like, "It's probably it's gonna have to be better than the first one." Um, and I think I think it was. I think that it it checked all the boxes of like at least they did more with it, and it was something, and it wasn't just a piece of shit. And I think it was better. And I agree with Josh that I also would burn it. I think it was terrible. <laughs> I fucking hated it. Big waste of time. Damn, Nico, just um, absolutely terrible. Damn, I'm not sure because I like Tails and Sonic were so cute together. But like, I really hate the people parts. Like with the the cop and his wife and like the wedding. That shit was so fucking shit. But like, I guess like I, I'm torn between low low shelf and like cart. I'm gonna go low shelf just just because like the little dynamic with Sonic and Tails was really cute. It was precious. And I will also be putting it on the low shelf of the library, just below the Simpsons movie and everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> yeah. 
because uh, I thought I, I thought it was fun. I I, I it, it, it's it, embarrassing. It had, this movie had no damn right being as fun as it was. No, like I just I was turn shocked. Off your brain, man. Like I support you too. I support you too in this. Thank I you. don't. I don't. In this insanity, this. we're valid. <laughs> We are very fucking valid. <laughs> and I and I, you know what? I'm gonna say right now, I am excited to review Sonic the Hedgehog three with you guys. Yay. You know, I don't think I can do it. I think I might just You don't want to see Shadow? Episode. Come on, yeah, man. You little bitch. You don't want to see Shadow? I'm, you don't see I had like Rouge? a I had a horrifying oh, she's gonna be thought. Hot. We'll I had a horrifying thought uh, <laughs> when we were talking about the Shadow and especially his gun. Is that like this isn't gonna become like a joker thing, is it? Yes. Like with yes, how everyone's like, yes. yeah, Joker's going to inspire mass shootings. Is are is there going to be a whole news cycle? I'm saying oh, it now. Be. I'm saying it now. The timestamp is it is uh, July 12th, our year, the year of our Lord, 2022. It is 8:59 p.m. Central Time, and I'm saying that there's going to be people saying you're going to put Shadow the Hedge. Oh, he's going to have a gun. There, uh, he's going to be. People are going to be shooting people because of this character. It's going to happen. Someone's going to say it somewhere, and it's going to spread like wildfire. I could see it. I'm going to be the one who says you it. You think they'll give him a gun? Is that a can- cannon thing? He only has it's a gun. Got to be game. a cannon thing. It's an. It's yeah, it's only, Shadow he, the Hedge. He only has it. That's yeah, he the, only has that's a, the one the, game. That's his no, game. To be well, fair, well, they no, could he make it like s- an energy gun or something, though. I mean, uh, he was like, I, I'm guessing they're probably gonna do like a Sonic Adventure two thing. Um, but that being said, I don't. Ooh. They they've mostly tried to like swipe that game onto the rug because they were a little kind of embarrassed by it. That's shit. Because it was very very try hard edgy uh, product yeah, of its that's time. That's what they need to do. That's what the people want to see. Uh, with yeah, that being that's, said, that's the, fa- the fans did not forget. <laughs> the fans will remember that. And then when Shadow's in the limelight, they're going to be thinking the same thing you were thinking, Grant, and be like, okay, let's remember that gun? Gun. They're going to give him, they're going to give him a gun. They're not going, they're too self-aware. They know who they are. They know their, they know their target audience. They forced Sonic to get a facelift. They're going to make Shadow have a gun. There's going to be... Uh, uh, fans are going to sign petitions, and they're gonna go. Oh, I guess again, we'll we'll listen to the fans. We heard your guys's voices. Uh, oh. Here's a gun for Shadow, and Shadow's just gonna just open fire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> Well, it's well, funny that, that you said that, like, you <laughs> don't want to see the next one. Because I think even I was, like, for this one, I was like, guys, I don't know if I want to see this in theaters. <laughs> and you had to convince me. <laughs> I, w- I want to see if Shadow gets a gun or not. But now I think I'm on board. Now I want to see how, like, weird and, and, like, ridiculous these movies can get. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a ride. Uh, but, yeah, that about wraps up this episode. Thank you guys for donating on Patreon. Sorry for the wait. Um... We'll be doing these more frequently now. If you guys have any suggestions, I know some people have left some in the Discord for us. We are taking them. Apologies for the, you know, delay in getting to those, but we are doing our best with what we have right now. So we'll see you next time. Bye. Goodbye. Uh, see you, space fire man. Zwick, keeping those awkward pauses. <laughs>